Hey guys, welcome to the second season of the Living Gallantly podcast. Uh, honestly, I'm still not sure about the format of this podcast. I actually did not intend initially to make it a seasonal thing, but I do know that last year with the first season, I did about six episodes and then took a long break and here we are one year later. I cannot believe it actually took me one year to get here. But we are finally here, and depending on how things go, how I feel, uh, how my blog is coming along, because my blog, gallantlygal.com, is my first priority. So uh, I've been really into it lately, making a lot of updates on it. You should go check it out. So that is my first priority, and the podcast is a bit harder for me to keep. Uh, up to date with, but I do really enjoy creating the podcast, and it's just fun, and I do really like it, and I want for it to grow. So we'll see. But for now, I'm thinking maybe I will make it a seasonal thing. Maybe I will try to do an every other month thing. Um, we'll see. I'm trying to see how much I should push myself because I do believe in pushing. Yourself towards growth, but it's not always productive if you overdo it, and it leads to burnout. It leads to lower quality content, which is something I would really like to avoid. Which is also why, on my blog, I actually reached burnout because I was trying to post three blog posts a week, and I had to go on a hiatus there as well. And eventually, right now, where I'm at. And what I'm quite satisfied with is posting once a week. So uh, we'll see where the podcast goes. But enough rambling for now. I am really happy that you guys are joining me again. And today's episode, oh my god, guys, talk about talk about failures. So I recorded this twice, like a while back. I finally got around to editing it, and I just hated it. Like I hated how I sounded. It just seemed unnatural. It just seemed like I wasn't into it, and it was just too, too rigid. And I wanted to make it flow a little bit more naturally and casually. So I am taking another go at it because I really want to get this season out there. Thank you so much for your patience. And you can tell from the title already that this episode is going to be about dimming your own light. This year has been. An interesting year for me because I have started to become focused on assertion and confidence this year. My resolution was actually to conquer fear, but I think just rediscovering my voice has been quite the theme this year, and regaining a sense of identity and a sense of self that has been lost in the last few years because I have been quite depressed the last few years. And this year has been hard in its own way. But in a way that I feel like I'm finally coming out stronger. So in that vein, you might have read my blog post recently.、Um, actually, it was a few blog posts ago about one small thing you can do to become a more assertive and confident you. So in that similar vein, I am here to give you some tough love, and I am going to give this advice through my confident moon sign Aries. <laughs> Uh, I actually first prepared this podcast episode during Aries season, and as a Pisces, I'm really big on the whole. Yeah, I know I sound very woo-woo this episode, but as a Pisces, I do 
sort of celebrate the fact that a Pisces is a combination of all the previous horoscopes before it, which is why it's always last. I'm just trying to channel some Aries with this to you guys, maybe spread the love. As to whether you can relate to this podcast episode or not, you may think you don't, but I think everybody does this in one form or another, dimming your own light. Why do we dim our own light? And this is not a normal topic on stifling self-doubt, that negative voice in our heads that tell us we're not good enough. I've actually talked about that before. Go check it out. It was episode five um, on negating negative self-talk, and I'll put it in the show notes along with the blog post I mentioned about assertion and confidence. This podcast episode is actually turning that on its head to ask why we aren't proud of how great we are. Sometimes I think we know we're good. Everybody has his or her or their own strengths, but we hide it because we don't want the attention. This is hard for people who are not natural attention seekers. We don't want to show others up. We don't want to stand out. We don't want to create enemies. And responses from other people are not always positive. Either they feel threatened by it or they start to expect more from us. Both of these put pressures on ourselves, and I felt both. I'm sure you felt both as well. But for this episode, I want to talk more about that first one, that fear of standing out, that reluctance to show how good you are at something, because, I mean, also, what if you find out you're not? But that's the fixed mindset, which I don't promote. So let me start off with a story. I remember once in high school, we were out for track and field, or maybe it was gym class, but a class clown who was a boy and a fast runner who was a girl were about to race to see who was faster. This sounds like the start of a joke, but it was more like a battle of the sexes. For some reason, I joined in just as part of the fun, but it was a short sprint. And let me tell you, I'm a fast ass sprinter. I often fed myself, especially when I was younger, the lie that I was not a good athlete, but that's not entirely true. Now, if it were a marathon, I would die. I die running laps. My stamina cannot be stretched out at a constant rate over a long period of time. Basically, I am not an aerobic athlete, but an anaerobic athlete. I am fast. I have fast reflexes with short bursts of energy. I've bragged about my reflexes before and will brag about it forever. My reflexes are incredible. That's why I love sports like tennis and volleyball and badminton. So during this race, my legs were pumping with such natural ease. I felt that flow of being carried by my legs and I knew I could overtake them. Whether it was the boy, whether it was the star athlete of the grade, it was a short distance. I knew I could win, but what did I do? This moment happened, a moment that sort of haunted me for the rest of my life and I regret even to this day, more than a decade later, when everyone else probably forgot about it. This frustrates me to the core, and I think it still does only because it's a problem I still have. This moment came about from a sudden self-sabotaging thought that went, Oh no, I shouldn't overtake them. This is their moment. People want to see which one of them will win. It isn't about me. And I slowed down. 
I slowed down. I pulled back. I sabotaged myself. And guess what? I'm still 100% positive, sure, certain I would have beaten the both of them. I don't even remember who won. But I didn't win because I lost to them in another more important aspect, which was respect for myself. I had belief in my abilities, but I had no respect for them. And I don't blame anybody but myself. Honestly, the other people in the story do not even matter. I am haunted by my own insistence on putting myself down when no one even asked me to. I did not think I should steal the spotlight. I was a hurdle in a race without hurdles. And also, hurdles scare the heck out of me. So this is kind of, this, this story is the basis of why I wanted to bring out this topic for all of you. Because I've really noticed that this is a problem that I have and that I think other people have. Because I think people also tell you don't show off like it's a bad thing. So you're not sure when you can show your talent because it's always going to seem like you're showing off. And it's the same thing with competitiveness. They're always like competitiveness is so bad, but actually it's good if you're not being obnoxious about it. If you're overly competitive and you're being a sore loser, then yes, that's bad. But otherwise, it's sort of a natural instinct to want to win. And if you kind of stifle that and suffocate that and push that down, you're never putting yourself out there. Then winning, victory, coming out on top, all of that becomes shameful acts. And I think that this is a problem our generation, you know, millennials, baby, uh, baby, um, not baby boomers. I don't know about them. I'm not sure about them, but I think this is definitely a problem that younger generations are having. I'm going to be blatant because I'm trying to do this new thing where I just own things. I own things about myself. I thought I was keenly aware of my flaws and open about them, but I didn't own good things about myself either because I thought such good things were shameful. So shame is playing quite a big part here. Going off that, I did realize more recently that I actually am naturally competitive, but not in a bad way. And I don't like to show that because I feel like it's bad. And for another example, I was born a go-getter and I'm going to go into a boast fest and I'm going to go into it proudly because this is something I think everyone should do once in a while and sort of what this, the whole point of this episode is about. I want you guys to write your own boast fest down below, actually. I would love to read it and I do think it is healthy for you. So I was not necessarily driven by ambition or wanting to constantly show other people up. Or maybe I, I did. I don't, I don't know. I haven't gotten that far to psychoanalyzing past Annie. But I primarily wanted to show that I could do something to prove myself good at whatever I put my mind on. I was a curious, fast learner who wanted to push the boundaries a bit. When I was a kid, I didn't really care what that meant to others. I honestly think most people are born with a growth mindset, but they sadly grow out of it as they grow older. And I think that's what happened to me. But more than that, as I grew older, I became more perceptive and people-pleasing tendencies took over the loss of innocence into adolescence. Becoming a teenager meant becoming more interested in belonging, finding a pack of sorts. It became more about perspective as I noticed my surroundings more than I noticed the task at hand right before me. I noticed how people reacted if I showed I was good at something. To be fair, I was not completely innocent in this. I do think I was a bit proud 
in my early elementary school days, um, I was a little Regina George monster, believe it or not, but that didn't last long because it, oh my God, it was exhausting and a complete waste of energy. It may seem like the easier thing to do at first, but it comes from defensiveness and ego. So I honestly really did not like that childhood me. So I pulled the switch and went the total opposite way once I moved to a new neighborhood. The, hey, don't notice me in this corner, why can't we all get along? Which was not good either. The thing with energy is that people waste it anyway. I stopped wasting it on that sort of negative, arrogant attitude and started wasting it on assuaging other people's insecurities about themselves, leading to my own insecurities. Because I began believing that lie, that I was feeding others, that I was average and didn't shine. I was boring and didn't deserve to shine. Of course, there were many factors to such a drastic shift, but I do believe that was one big one. Now, this is my own perspective. Other people may disagree with me. I honestly don't know how they perceived me growing up, but this is how I perceived myself. And again, I don't mean to blame others. It's all on me for not realizing it wasn't my duty to make other people feel better about themselves at my own expense. Now, this may be uncomfortable for some people to hear, Either you're uncomfortable because I sound so assertive and like I don't care about other people, which isn't true. Or you're uncomfortable because as much as you try not to mind the thoughts of other people, you still feel bad. You know how it's hard to take compliments sometimes? That's another side effect that manifests from this issue. And this is such a woman problem too. I'm going off on a tangent, but we overuse phrases like sorry, or maybe if we do it like this and say things like, I think this piece I read just a minute ago was saying something like how blah, blah, or whatever. I don't know. What do I know? Politics. Am I right? Instead, don't freaking apologize. Don't try to avoid hurting people's feelings by making a suggestion in a more matter of fact way. Like, let's try to do it like this. Like, that's how it's going to go down. And say, like, in this piece I read, and then just say what you read and sound intelligent about it. Talk like you know what you're saying. Don't dumb yourself down for others. Don't hide your talents because of self-doubt or so others won't feel like they're failures in comparison. You're depriving the world of those very talents. And others' feelings aren't your problem. Again, read the link to the blog post in the show notes. Here's the thing. Be considerate of others. Be thoughtful, be kind, but so many people don't know where the line is. So they become overly considerate, thoughtful, and kind to the detriment of their own mentality. At that point, that's just being overindulgent to other people. Let yourself shine, stop walking on eggshells, don't give others reason to think you are lesser than you actually are. I'm about to get real cheesy, but seriously, spread your wings find what you're good at and smack the people around you with your wings while they try to cut them off. It doesn't matter if other people think that it's unimportant or stupid. I don't care if your skill is measuring things accurately by sight without a ruler. I'm sure there is a job market for that somewhere or somehow. Deep inside, you know your competence. You know you are good at something because we are all born with different skills. Ask yourself why these knowings are burrowed so deep inside then you have to start digging to get them out.
instead of feeling threatened by other people shining as well, try to be awed and inspired by other people's success. I think when you see other people who are successful and confident about what they've accomplished, you start realizing that you can also show up for yourself in that same way. So you have to get that growth mindset. I really admire people who let themselves shine. Of course, without being egotistical or undeservedly cocky about something. And I also admire people who are humble, but they still do what they want to do and they still shine even if they're not talking about it or accepting compliments. Like, I, what comes, who comes to mind is Keanu Reeves, actually. He is constantly deflecting compliments to other people. But there's still that sense of confidence and being at peace with who he is and how he is good at what he does. So those people are awesome and I aspire to be more like that. It opens the door to controversies and criticism, but people who are so certain of themselves, they're ready to face that because they are so sure of themselves while also sure that they don't have all the answers. Uh, another good example is Jamila Jamil. She says what she wants to say. Uh, she won't let other people really silence her, but she has a lot of respect and she's always willing to to learn and grow and she knows she's not everyone's cup of tea but she's still doing what she wants to do because she refuses to put herself down the way she might have done in the past and I have an Aries friend who is going to actually be in a later episode this season and I'm so excited about that and he is just like that and of course everyone has insecurities but when it comes to something these people genuinely think they're good at nothing can stop them they have no fucks to give and people are drawn to them for that. They just focus on their talents and what they can do and just being a decent human being. So we can all be more like that. Kick any doubts, imposter syndrome, symptoms, overt niceties and all that shiznaz aside and just own your awesomeness because I'm telling you now, you're awesome. You're listening to this podcast. I know you're awesome. And on your way to being even more awesome. Thanks for letting me channel my moonside Aries and make sure you share if you know someone who could use encouragement to share their talents with the world. Leave your comments and I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any criticism, I'll accept all of that regardless as long as they're helpful and if you have your boast fast ready to go, please, please leave it down in the comments because I really want to read it and I really want you to embrace your talents and your awesome parts of your personality, okay? Meanwhile, if you need more content, head over to GallantlyGal.com. I post there every Tuesday as of now. And there will be another podcast episode next week. Alright, so I'll talk to you then. Bye! Bye!